Welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast, a leading UK podcast for all things pageantry. I'm your host, Hannah Golding, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, and today's episode is a requested episode all about pageant burnout. Now, we already have an episode like this, it's episode 28, uh, but I'm going to focus today more on the lead up burnout. Um, you know, we don't need to burn out before you even got to the finals. So we're going to discuss that journey, things you can do to avoid, kind of some of the pressures that you have. You know, I I have experience of this as a contestant, <laughs> as a queen. Um, but we're going to go for the contestant vibe because we don't need to go the queen vibe today. But you know, we're still there. But before that, I do want to say a couple of things. Of course, of course, because. We are sixth this month. It's March. It's our sixth birthday. Now, officially, our birthday is the 26th of March. Um, but that is the UK Galaxy finals, the Miss Galaxy UK finals. So, you know, we're going to be in pageant land. All focus on that, especially I've got a lot of girls competing and, oh, fingers crossed. Um, but we have lots of things to celebrate. And one thing I can say, and... I can say it because this podcast episode will go up later, is we have launched a magazine. We are joining the magazine force. You already have a few great pageant magazines already in the, here in the UK. But and some people are like, why? Why, Hannah? Because, as I said, we're going back to our roots. We used to do blogs all the time when we'd interview girls um, before their finals. We would interview queens. We'd have like a queen of the week. Um, and we would share their story. So I wanted to really go back to that. And, you know, I've learned more and I've, I've gotten better on <laughs> graphics, I guess, designing. Um, and I just love writing. I've loved writing. I've writ, I've wrote even, <laughs> let me get the right English. I've wrote for many different pageant magazines along the way. Um, so I'm very happy we have one. I'm not sure with this speaking because I haven't uploaded it yet. If it will be on a magazine hosting site or it will be just a PDF where you can download. Um, but it's absolutely free. There's no charge. Um, the only difference between us and other pageant magazines is I will message you. You won't message me unless I put out a call out. And this is because I have like a main focus of what I want to like focus on. And that's what Sparkles used to do. It wasn't um, you know, different pageant things. It's like, right, this pageant's kind of like, as you're seeing when you look at the magazine, we have like a theme of how it's gone. Um, you know, so I have like the Galaxy, then the IGM, you know, we have the new Yummy Queens. Um, we have debate pieces and informational pieces, um, as well as the focus on platform. And we're going to have lots of stuff planned. I have loads of stuff. I already mapped out the June. It's going to be every three months as well. Um, because I can't put that pressure on myself to be churning out a magazine every month especially when it's free and the girls that do that is incredible the only thing we may do is um a front cover competition because i do want to get to a thousand pound for switchboard um right now we're on 700 so i have 300 to go <laughs> um so i mean you can still add to that because we have our event this saturday we have our master class um which is next friday at 6 p.m on the 10th and it's six pound for an hour of interview masterclass usually charge more but it's for charity and i you know i went with the sixes because we love a theme (laughs) we love a theme um but 
also have some other ideas of bringing some things back. We're going retro this month. That's what we're doing. But yeah, I'm super excited. I really hope you like it. I hope you like the informational pieces. And, you know, I want to bring more conversation to pageant land. So like one of the topics is the podcast we just did, Transparency in Pageants. Um, we're doing a Pride section uh, in June as well as I would like to do a director's feature as well. So if you're listening, <laughs> I will be getting in touch. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's just super excited for that. And especially for our event, I need to get all the cakes and balloons and blow up the balloon arch. I'm not looking forward to, but I'm so excited to see all the pictures afterwards. And obviously I need to plan a really extra I'm not blowing a confetti gun, though. I don't have good experiences with those. If you watch my handover when I did Queen and Queens, you will know. Um, but let's go on to the topic in hand of pageant burnout. So, so many of us um, don't leave ourselves enough time to actually recover from the activities that we do. Um, some of us squeeze in events every single weekend or interviews or collections and, and you just don't give yourself time especially if you have demanding jobs you have a family um you have friends that's cool isn't it <laughs> you have friends you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend like cool you're chilling um but there's so many other ways of burning out um so let's get into it First off, it's the pageant prep. Um, I always say to prep as soon as you can um, because then it, it leaves less time for panic. That's the best word for it. I will tell you about my experience as a finalist. Um, of course, we're going to talk about me. Um, <laughs> but it's best to tell you this experience. You can say yes. I ordered my evening gown for UK's National Miss in December of 2021. I didn't receive it to the end of April 2022. Um, and it was wrong. Like, the whole design was wrong. Uh, it was too big. It was too long. It did not look how it should. It was shapeless. So then... I only had six weeks, I think it's around six weeks, until I had to fly out to to go to attend somewhere else um, and then fly in. Um, and I tried to adjust it myself. I couldn't, I did not have the money because I paid for this. So that panic, and it's not the first time I had to panic about an evening gown. That's why I've <sighs> practiced what I preach now. Um... But eventually I found a dress with one week until I flew because I was very lucky to have been lent a Giovanni gown by um, Kylie Boutique. I was about to say then. Like, this is <laughs> Kylie Rose Boutique um, who amazingly let me. And that was a rush in itself because we only had um, literally less than half an hour before we had to be attending uh, a pageant in South Wales. We watched Miss Inspiration. Um so when we arrived, trying to find it, trying to find the gowns, there was a choice between two or three. I took two home. Um, one was green, it was lovely, but it just wasn't enough. And I would have to do adjustments, but I couldn't do adjustments because I was boring them. The same with, I had to try and walk in this gown. Then I flew, 
got back to Manchester on the Wednesday, then start competing on the Friday. Like, not enough time to get over jet lag, not enough time to get over the stress of being in Texas and being ill with the air conditioning, and also to get there itself. My COVID pass didn't arrive until the Monday. <laughs> like, this is why, and this is why I say it, having that plan and working out, and this is the reason why we have the workbook for free in our link tree. It's a downloadable PDF for free because it gives you that time when you sit down with your pageant journey you can plan out exactly and I know that some people are like "Mm, well I don't plan that far ahead you need to it's for safe of mind to know that if you put deadlines on yourself and sometimes with your own deadlines you're like "Mm, well I can I can afford to do this um but make sure you stick to those deadlines because it just creates more panic and more stress and stuff that you don't need. So let's go for the ideal. As I said, I like to make sure that my outfits are ordered three months before the pageant final. This gives enough time. And if you're going to be doing custom, you have to order before then. Because that three month mark means that when it arrives, if there are things you need to customise then you have that time. You have a good month, then you have a month of practice, and then you know if you need any last-minute alterations, that your dress is there in your possession. Um, Now, I know a lot of people change their minds about outfits as well, and you might have backups, but in those three months, then you can find backups. You need to have your outfits, and if your outfits aren't suitable, you have three months there. The same with, um, we're talking about coaching, but right now I'm talking about outfits. Um... Booking your accommodation, booking your makeup and hair and tan. Booking these in advance as much as you can. And especially when it comes to budgeting, if you're saving. I always tend to do all my big purchases in January. And I know it's a weird month when, like, not anyone has money. But this is where I'm most busy for pageant coaching is January and February. So I will have the money um to do my big purchases so I already have my handover gant um which I need to do one more payment on I have my fashion wear I have my sports I have my opening I have all of the additional outfits that I need for those two days I don't have an outfit for pageant girl <laughs> but we're fine one we're fine one that's not an issue my issue is my competes well not my competitive wardrobe but it is my competitive wardrobe um you know last year when I was competing I ordered the high-low the same time as my um, gown, and I received that in two months, just because there was, I was like, it's not a priority, but it is, because there was, there was yummy first. I got that. And then March, April is when I painted it. So by May, when I knew that I had time to practice in a hall, it will be done. So I knew that I had my sportswear already because I ordered it in the sales. Um, fashion wear, done. It was just evening and, you know, <laughs> oh, the panic. But yes, I had all my outfits um, all of the day one and made sure I ordered them beforehand. But yeah, so I by then I was just chilling with the outfits. I didn't have to worry. So order them at least three months before. If you're looking for dress styles, there's no time like the present. (laughs) If your final is like in six months, 
go dress shopping now so you can see what styles suit you. And then if you want to get it designed, then you have enough time. Um, honestly, this will help prevent your stress so, so much. Um, but then also by planning, it's planning the events, planning what you're doing. Um, coming from someone who literally plans all her time off by the second sometimes and you're like why Hannah do you do that it's because I have usually have two whole days of baby free time so I want to make sure that if I'm doing interviews or if I'm doing coaching um you know I get some things like oh why why do you not have this available then it's like because the time is precious time is precious (laughs) It really is. Um, And so I have to make sure that I, you know, I schedule myself time to eat. Like, how crazy is that? Um, When you are doing your journey as a finest, you've got your sash. You don't want to overload yourself with events. And also, you don't have to. I want to really, like, slam this home that just because everyone else is out there making appearances and going to big events and, you know, doing all this and that, you don't have to, you don't, and sometimes you can't, I'd love to be everywhere, I'd love it, you know, April, I'm really, like, out the loop with some events, because I can't get there, (laughs) I can't get to the events, you know, I'm busy at the start and the end of April, in between, it's, like, a little floaty, well, I've got my cream retreat as well, so that takes a lot of my money, (laughs) because train, tickets do be expensive um but it's you need to make peace with the fact that you can't be everywhere and there will be pageant queens that may be more active than you I'm a terrible example to compare yourself to because I like to be busy and one of my one of the reasons why I changed my pageant platform to use your pageant voice was because then I can include all of the social awareness campaigns and days and weeks into my platform to talk about them. Um, now, you don't have to change your platform for that, but you plan. I plan, like, there's a list of what I need to do for March. Um, I'm already behind um, <laughs> because I usually do all my infographics um, about a month in advance. I have nothing. I have nothing for March, and that's because a lot of things happened <laughs> and the magazine took precedent over that and then um the galaxy appearance books will take precedent over that before I go back onto that um I squeeze it in sometimes but <laughs> but yeah um it's it's that forward planning that I haven't done because I haven't booked the time out for it and if you are doing like an interview series or you're being interviewed you need to make sure that you have time to fully digest it to fully adjust to what you're going to do um because we like to squeeze everything like i'm really make a joke like we want to vitalize all our time when we're up north when we're watching miss international we have nicole's master pageant girl event then we have miss international and then the next day we have maddie's brunch like free events in a space of 24 hours um yeah it would be 24 hours by then like how crazy is that you want to get it in there in there like somewhere that's what you want to do um because we know that but we know that there'll be some days where we need to have the day off um you need to have time off 
to do non-pageant things. Crazy, right? And this is from me who literally like lives and breathes pageants because it's my job and it's my hobby. Um, you need to have that time to tidy your house or clean your room. Um, you know, <laughs> go to the gym, watch, binge, binge a Netflix show, go out with friends. You need to take that time away from being in pageant land because sometimes we get so caught up in pageantry that we forget that we need to have other elements to us. And this is why whenever I ask a question, tell me a bit about yourself. And then I say, you know, what hobbies are you going to include? You're like, what hobbies do I have? her pageants what else is there to you pageants can't be your whole life although it, you know it can like you have likes you have interests hopefully <laughs> maybe you have some music that you like to listen to um so yes <laughs> you need to make sure that you schedule time so let's look at a typical month um i'm going to use this month actually um this month is march so I have my event on the Saturday and then the Sunday I have a lot of time to chill, <laughs> to do the written work that I need to do. And then I have coaching and platform talks, which is always every Sunday. Um, but I gave myself a lion. That's my treat to myself. <laughs> uh, whether I, I sleep in or not is another story, <laughs> but that's my treat to myself. I give myself a lion. Uh, the following week I have um two events on the Saturday in my masterclass on the Friday Sunday um it's just full of coaching the following week I have the Saturday full of coaching and then I have the Sunday off because it's Mother's Day I'm actually like I'm taking that full day off and usually I wouldn't have Mother's Day off because it's not part of my um custody arrangement but this year I'm starting traditions because she's old enough to know <laughs> so this year we're starting traditions and I'm, I've given myself I said like please drop around about one o'clock 12 one because I give myself a lion again that's my treat to myself <laughs> my treat is a lion or just to stay in bed and watch tiktoks or just you know chill you just need that sometimes to decompress um but in that, and then we have the following week, we have Galaxy. So that's a big weekend. And then I gem the following weekend. And then the next two weekends, I think I have off two or three. Um, now I've spaced that out. And I'm literally every weekend beforehand, we have done stuff. So, so from February, <laughs> from the start of February, um, or actually the weekend before that. We've just been doing something every single weekend. So if you are doing events, you want to make sure that you have an afternoon or an evening um, just to sit down and turn yourself off social media and just relax. Um, planning is so important then. So plan one event or two events. Look at what's local. Travelling is also really important because a lot of your time off it's going to be spent traveling. So prioritize the local events, unless it's someone you really, really want to go see. Prioritize the local events because they're closer, which means less time traveling, more time to yourself. Um, this will prevent burnout and it will because you'll have more time to yourself. You won't have to take so long there, take so long back. When you choose the events as well, choose events that will, I like this word, nourish your soul nourish your pageant journey so for example our event on saturday is very nourishing not just because there'll be cake there but also because 
it's going to be themed around like learning about pageants um you know do you want to go to a brunch where you'll know a few people there and you'll get to socialize and that's a nice socializing thing is there a physical activity um event that you want to go to because you want to you know blow off some steam releases and dolphins <laughs> but you know it's something different you're trying something new there's something for everyone you just need to look for it on facebook but choose the events that you're not pushing yourself too much at your comfort zone as well depending on how you feel because if you're constantly pushing yourself at your comfort zone yes you can grow in all of that but sometimes you haven't had that chance to recover from what you've actually achieved um we don't do that we don't acknowledge like how incredible some of the things we've done so if you've held your own event you need time afterwards don't just keep going to the next one to the next one to the next one because you're not processing all of the things that you've done this is why i always encourage about doing your appearance book every two weeks um or every week even just to add those bits in to add it after you you've done it add as you go or spend a night every two weeks dedicated to pageant admin and when I say this admin, it's, it's the planning, it's the prep, and it's all of that in between. Because let's go on to pageant coaching now with the burnout. I've had sit sometimes where people have been weekly, um, and some people have wanted sessions like every single day. Um, and I have to say no, because it's not good for you. It's not good to put that pressure on yourself every single day. I say the ideal time for coaching is a free month. Um, if you are going to do, you, know, you do every two weeks for like six weeks and then you go into weekly territory. Um, that's the ideal. It doesn't work for everyone, though, and also affordability. But if you can do every week, that's great. But you don't want to do it every week for six months, every week for 10 um sometimes it, it can get too much sometimes you need that break away from coaching as well and i know you're like what hannah you're suggesting a break away from you yes <laughs> because you want to keep things fresh you don't want to have the same stale session i'm not saying that would ever happen because i'm just amazing <laughs> but i'm saying that you know Sometimes you need that break away to re like away from pads completely to charge your brain. So always have like a little trip planned in between your pageant prep. Or even if you just want to have a night away, um, you know, it's nice to recharge your batteries and recharge how you're approaching questions. Because sometimes if you have the same thing over and over again, you fall into that habit, you fall into that rut and it's really hard to get out. And you have all the emotions coming beforehand. Um, so with coaching, and this is the same with walk as well, I really don't recommend doing more than once a month for your walks. Only because, like, it's walking. You walk every single day. You can do your poses randomly. Um, now, we all know, of course, that <laughs> you should have a walk session before your finals don't have it a couple of days before some people do just to go for the check i'm saying this as a first timer if you've never had walk coaching before don't choose like the night before your pageant or the week before your pageant to then book in a session because you've not had time to fully digest what you've just been learning 
you've not had time to practice it and put it into motion so yeah with with the same sometimes it is with with coaching as well like interview coaching I say like it's nice to have a refresher um but I we can't change everything and you don't want to put that pressure on yourself this is why you plan early but if you're burning out from like so many sessions because your head's constantly thinking and I've had this with clients before and I say like that this is the session where you get all of that out if you want to practice by yourself please don't do more than this you know every other day um or you know halfway in between this session and our next session if they're doing weekly like you don't need to do loads because you're going to be going into a state of overthinking and that's just going to cause lots of anxiety and it's also going to make you question yourself and you have all those doubts and yeah that is the burnout now of course the burnout with this as well is when you're attending all these pageant events you're not looking after yourself physically so you know if you're traveling to these events you know we're having food at service stations or we're trying to grab stuff here and there you're not having meals at the right time um I mean sometimes you don't do that anyways as sometimes how people just live like <laughs> I get it um but if you're constantly doing that you know your body is getting more tired as well I'm not saying to pack a lunch well a pack a lunch actually is a very good thing um but think of your times I know a lot of you girls I am calling you out because I do it myself you always forget to eat by a certain point and then you're like well I'm just gonna get ready now like if I have to leave at like three for example like I might have a late lunch to then <laughs> not be as hungry when I'm there but you know you're 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 getting food on the way back at like 10 11 o'clock um and this is why like limiting like those big events um can help you if you're feeling tired i'm not saying like if you do this all the time and you're chill cool but if you're feeling tired if you're feeling burnt out these are things to do don't be afraid to say no to people don't be afraid to cancel things if you are tired if you are that burnt out and as i said i i had this mm, a couple of weeks ago when I had that ear infection and my face is all swollen and I didn't want to cancel but I did ask for help I asked to change my role or I would have just sat and helped doing something other than that because I knew that I physically couldn't do that um should I have stayed home in bed all day yes yes I should have um but I'm learning so if you need to have that time to recover you've had it so many times you know like I really want to go to this event, and if I've not bought tickets, I'm like, well, you know, I've not made the commitment to be there, and I need to have this rest, so I'm going to take it today, I need this, um, usually it's actually me and Jay just, like, waiting to see if the other one cancels, <laughs> like, are we going to this, are we doing it really, um, but you need to listen to your body, it does say, you know, your body is not going to wait for you to rest, like, it's going to make you, usually it's when you actually plan time off, and you're like, oh, now I'm sick, um, because <laughs> it's the first time your body has a chance to slow down, and this is why we, this is why I recommend the two weeks before pageant finals to not do anything, um, like, physically, 
not do anything physically because these two weeks should be on your countdown. This should be reviewing everything you've done. Um, when I say don't do anything in two weeks, like I'm not like you should still do coaching if you have coaching. <laughs> don't forget, like, yep, no, that's it now. Two weeks I've checked out. Um, but but usually the two weeks before pageant finals for me, I'm usually like um more it's not like interview practice because there is that but it's more like peace of mind building confidence reassuring you know helping out that sort of thing therapy um <laughs> but those two weeks should be because if you stop like a week before your your body's like, ah yes now we've got time to rest and you've been like on it on it on it you're gonna feel so tired that's why you have two weeks then you can have um then you can do your prep, your booty prep, relaxing at the gym, you know, still behind the scenes. When I say, like, the activity, you can still do interviews online, you know, you can still finish all that and post. But it just means that your body's not going 100 miles an hour. Um, because, yeah, it, as I said, we put all this pressure on ourselves to be here, there and everywhere because you want to get our title out there. But we don't need to. Everyone has a different version of what they want to be as a pageant queen. And I've always said that I don't want to be a queen where the first runner-up is like, she didn't do anything for her title, that should have been me. You know? Like, you, you don't get that opportunity with me. You could be salty that I've won. Like, you can do that. Like, I don't think any of my... Well, I don't know. Maybe they have. Uh, well, there was one <laughs> a few years ago. But, like, you know... You can be salty that you didn't win, or salty that it was me. That's fine. But you're not going to be salty for the, by the fact that I didn't do anything for my crown, because I did. I did that. That's my attitude to have. I bring it to every title because I want to. But I know what my limits are. I know that I won't be at every event. I won't be attending every event because I physically can't get there or I can't afford to. It's why I changed my platform so everything's more inside. So I can do things from the comfort of my own home without having to worry about costs you know I join in challenges that have a low cost um that I can take part in anywhere in the world um you know it's adapting it to you now let's go into the charity burnout because if you have to fundraise a certain amount this is why I hate big events um if you're planning charity events, I, don't hate, I like attending them, but I don't want to plan them. <laughs> if you're planning a charity event, you want to make sure that you have those deadlines in place for when money goes. Whenever I plan a charity event, I always get the venue for free. And that is because if I have to pay for the venue, I won't have it there. Only because I don't want that pressure of having to have that many people pay beforehand. If five people turn up to my event on Saturday, I know there'll be more, only because <laughs> I'm doing private coaching beforehand. So I know there's going to be at least five. <laughs> Yay. Um, but, <laughs> like, I know that if there's five there, that's cool. That's what I've done. That's good. Five people attended. That's money to charity. Um, if I had to pay... Like, and then we have to charge more for the tickets. Like, I know that I have no overhead costs apart from, like, obviously, like, decorations and food and stuff. But that's on me. I'll do that. Um, you don't have to do that either. Like, if you, how you market your charity event, etc., etc. That's why a lot of people do virtual because there's no cost there. Unless you're holding on a Zoom, then there might be a cost. Um, 
But with that, don't feel like you have to be fundraising all the time and doing this, doing that. We always forget that charity is not just money, it's donations and time. Please remember that. Um, so a lot of people get stressed because they're, you know, they constantly think of ways to fundraise and release and all these things. It, it just kind of gets lost. But the biggest burnout people get is mental burnout, not just physically, but the mental burnout of trying to keep up with pageant land um, and trying to keep up with your fellow competitors. In our handbook, we have a section about, you know, why you might want to unfollow your competition because, I can say to you, don't compare yourself to everyone. The only person you need to compare yourself is you. Like, you are your own competition. And you have this because, you know, I can say from personal experience, from competing in 2021, placing second up to then winning a year later, um, I wasn't focused on anyone else in the competition that year. I was focused on improving my performance from last time. Um... I was being, I was comparing myself to my old self, my old pageant performance. Um, it doesn't make any sense, does it, when you're talking about it? But the last performance, because I wanted to get higher. So as soon as I heard second runner-up was not my name, I was like, okay, cool. I've either beaten my performance <laughs> or I've not won at all, or like, or placed lower. Um, you know, so, and then first runner-up was called and that wasn't me. I was like, okay. I I always said going into it that I would, I only want to hear my name as a winner. If not, um, top five is cool. <laughs> like, top five is cool. And people who haven't, like, been in that position, like, if you hadn't won yet, you're like, kind of this really, like, I guess, insensitive. But it's not because that's, I didn't want to have to go through those emotions of, once again, like, placing but not winning. Um, it sounds really strange that I placed in the top five. If I my name wasn't called, I still placed. But it's like, I don't want to have to, yeah, have to go up knowing that I hadn't won, even though I was in the five. And if any of the other two girls, if Melissa or Kelly had won, I would be happy. I would have had to have gone out to get a photo. It's a, it's a strange thing. Um, you know, placing is a goal. Winning is a goal everyone can have different things like saying like yeah I want to place like don't you want to win yeah I'd have to win but you know placing is is really good as well and even if you haven't placed having those goals of I want to compete in this round I want to get up and do this I want to get up and do that um yeah if you want (laughs) don't want it to be all comparing yourself to other people because if you did like you could be comparing yourself and like well she won this pageant you know she's gonna win again or she plays first on her up so she's obviously the person to beat it's not you are the person to beat because you're comparing yourself to different people who aren't you that's the thing of it <laughs> they don't have this or they don't have that they're not you you're all different individuals and they are looking for individuality they're not looking for the same and this is why sometimes the mental stress of looking at the competition thinking i'm not good enough or I don't suit this pageant, I don't know what I'm doing, this is why reaching out to a coach sometimes helps, we help, you know, demuddle your brain, (laughs) Um, but also taking time off social media, you don't have to be on social media all the time to be a pageant queen, having a social is great, 
to be there, to be present, you don't have to be on there all the time. Like you can literally let your Facebook and Instagram schedule out all your posts for the next month and not have to even look on Facebook. Um, if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do. Um, but yeah, you can unfollow your competition. Like on Instagram, you can you don't even have to like unfollow them, you can just mute them. Like some people say, like, yeah, I'm just gonna block everyone. That if you want to. Um because you know there's always like, oh, I have the temptation to look. Well, it's not really a a temptation. You can remove them as a follower if you want to, or block them, or you can literally just mute them or restrict them. Um and it's not personal. And a lot of us be like, oh my god, this person did this. Why do they do that? It's not personal. Well, sometimes it is, I guess, for some people. But it's not personal when it's your own peace of mind to preserve. Um, so when you are competing, to event to prevent burnout before it happens is to make sure that you schedule enough time in for yourself to schedule um, enough events where you can be busy, but that is not ruling your life. <laughs> making sure that you plan in advance and scheduling out your appointments um, with good time in between. So like coaching, you have a good enough time in between. If you're then doing practice days by yourself or with a friend, that you're not overloading yourself. Um, have a pageant admin night a week or every two weeks, just so you know where everything's done, so you can see if you have any deadlines, if you have to send things off. Um, you've got your outfits ready and check that if you need to go over interview practice. You know, I would choose... I said I'd choose a night. <laughs> Randomly, I'll just get the interview flashcards out. I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to practice this interview today. Um, you know, when I'm doing a task, I'm like, right, I have 10 minutes. This is the time I have. Um, I never scheduled any time out for myself because I was usually coaching every weekend. So, like, the material was there. But, like, in the weekdays, I and mean, this is why I don't usually coach in the weekdays. I do, like, I'm literally about to coach, actually, um, in, <laughs> like, half an hour um and that's only for a few clients that I'll do that with but I want to make sure that my days are not filled with coach 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 coaching um because then we get stale as coaches as well um you know there's only so much you can do uh but also I want to make sure my brain is focused on other things as well and you know I want to turn off and like with you know spend some quality time with Pete <laughs> um but yes, avoiding pageant burnout before your finals is making sure you have enough time. To mark off those two weeks before your pageant. Don't do anything. Um, you know, don't take on any extra task at work. At work, don't change your gym routine. Um, you know, put in stuff that you want to do. Pamper, like for example, as well. It sounds really silly, but you know those little pamper packs on your feet. You have to do those about two odd weeks before, anyways, because your skin starts peeling off. You know face masks and things like that look at how long you have um for your skin because you don't want to do one like the night before and then you break out um making sure that you have everything booked and paid for so when you go in there it's just chill um but also especially if you have projects as well is it's winding down um a lot of people, when it comes to their finals, will try and squeeze in as many appearances as they can online um, coming up. I had so many messages about, 
why didn't I have any interview slots in March, like the live interviews, not coaching? And I was like, they're already booked. They're already booked out. And I don't have one on Galaxy weekend. And I don't have one on IGM weekend. Um, I think I have one the day before for IGM. But, you know, I don't have like platform talks because it's like, I don't want to put that burden on myself to go to the events and rush back and do this. Like, there has to be time. This is why I recommend you book early. <laughs> so many people I've sent links to, I'm like, right, these are the dates after July, book in now um, for your live or book in with someone else for your live. Um, you need to give yourself time. You can't just rush everything. Um, because rushing leads to panic, which leads to stress, which leads to, you know, cortisone being released in your body and it leads to breakdowns and, and tiredness and needing to sleep and just, you want to enjoy your journey. You can't enjoy it if you're stressed all the time. So I hope this is kind of, I don't know, I'm not sure if this has fulfilled the purpose of how to avoid pageant breakdown because there will be a breakdown at some point in your pageant journey. You have to own that. There'll be a mental breakdown where you everything seems really tough. You might cry, you know, put on some nose capaldi, cry your heart out, then you'd be a bad bitch for the next day, you know? you have a crisis of confidence. If you don't, then that's great. But it is usually how it goes. You will have those moments of self-doubt. I'm not going to tell you that you're not because it will happen. You will compare yourself to others. But it's having that strength to go, no, to unfollow or to take it out of your mind or just focus on yourself, you know, or think, actually, yeah, I'm really good at this. You know, once all your outfits come together and everything all comes together, like you'll feel so much more happy and confident but just remember that your self-worth is not defined by this moment it's not defined by the crown it's not defined by an award it's not defined by anything you know so there are some great losers out there <laughs> i'm one of them i'm a great loser i've lost a lot of pageants like i've lost more than i've won let's just say that um but losing you know, it's not the worst. You still gain something out of everything. Yeah, you lose a lot of money. <laughs> Compete in all those outfits and stuff. But you have to think of the positives of that. And you have to think that the world's not going to end because you didn't win a pageant. The world will end for you if you don't rest yourself. You don't have to be everywhere. You don't have to do everything. You don't have to be the one fundraising the most or wearing your sash out so you can't read the letters anymore. And if you have that sash right now, looking at a few of you, buy a new one. I don't... <laughs> you need to see... You need to see it is. Everyone's just a ribbon. Um, <laughs> get a new one. But on that note, you will experience a burnout as such before pageant final and it will happen. And I really hope it's before way before your finals um and life will get in the way as well with some of it if life is busy put pageants on the back burner they're not going anywhere at all if you have to say no say no if you like but you know of course say it in enough time where you're not actually doing something like if you are a really vital part of an appearance and then you say no that that's kind of leave them out um make them know how you're feeling it's okay to talk about your feelings guys okay if you're tired i'll talk <laughs> i'll say that as i'm drinking an energy right now i'm so tired i'm tired all the time <laughs> so it's a state of mind at the moment it's, it's it's just who i am but 
it's okay to talk about that. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not join in everything. Um, one thing I will say is we always feel a lot of pressure to join in, like, our sister queens, like, on our sister finalists, like, stuff. And we have to, like, you know, be so supportive of that. You don't have to. Okay? This is me telling you now. You don't have to. Um, they will understand. And if they don't understand, then they're obviously not as good as a pageant friend that you thought they were. You know? I'm not offended when someone hasn't joined in my campaign or doesn't want to be part of something or hasn't gone to my event. I have friends that aren't going to my event. Am I holding a grudge? Yes. No, I'm joking. No, because I know they have things in their life going on or, you know, it's travel. Or, you know, sometimes it just doesn't align to the fact that they're going to be there that day. But I am thankful for everyone who is going to be there, by the way. Um, I know a lot of people need to hear that they don't have to be here then everywhere. Okay, sometimes I know you gear up more as the final approaches, but really, if you're looking at it from a sensible point, is to stay consistent throughout the time. You know, rather than doing 10 events in one month and one event the month before, you split it up. Split that time. The whole year. Okay, and awareness campaigns and social media stuff is just as good. Um, Just make sure there's a purpose for it. But I hope that has helped. Um, it, it is such a hard thing, pageant burnout. I always, yeah, two weeks before your final and a week afterwards um, before starting some stuff on social media. It depends on the events and depends on when you get crowned, especially if you then are going to internationals because you still want that same consistency. You don't want to be the person who wins and then doesn't do anything with it. But we all understand that we are human and we need time away. So never feel guilty about taking time away. Never feel guilty of saying no. Don't compare yourself to other people. You're on different journeys. You're different people. No one wants the same anyway. No one wants a burnt out queen. No one wants a tired queen, you know? If you need time to just be in your jammies and eat Oreos and watch RuPaul's Drag Race, that's what you need to do. Um, but thank you so much for listening to this. If you have any other requests, let me know. There's a funny story quest, and <laughs> I don't know if I can say some of the stories. Um, <laughs> maybe people should submit their funny pageant stories, and I'll read them out. Um, still thinking of ways of how we can improve the podcast, and you know, do we need to get guests on, but guess about a certain subject? Um, I don't know. Because I like the freedom of just sitting here and chatting. Because this this is how I do it. I'm currently chilling on my bed before my coaching session in the day. Because it's a Wednesday. We don't usually coach on a Wednesday. Um, as I said, I make exceptions because we all have different lives. Um, and I've got the time. I've got the time. Um, not, all, not all the time. <laughs> I've got the time today. Um, when it's not filled with physio and other working stuff to do. Um... You know, I like that freedom of not having to tie myself down. Whereas I know that when I go for my diary, I have looked for my diary. I'm like, right, these are times I have. These are times I can give. This is the time for a lie. Well, this is the time for this. Um, your diary is your best friend, girls. It really is. I like the paper one because I like to actually, like, it feels like I'm physically writing it in. Well, I am physically writing it in. But, like, writing it into my time. Whereas sometimes I forget on the phone um but yes so thank you so much i really hope you enjoyed this episode i really hope you enjoy the magazine it'll be in the link tree 
tree bio regardless of whether it's a pdf or magazine host um you'll be able to see there and i'm excited to start writing the next one after getting out everyone's appearance books because i have three to do for galaxy um before oh and uh yeah just really excited um if you have any questions about anything any questions about coaching about the handbook the workbook which is a free downloadable um our charity events the magazine podcast anything honestly just send us a, a dm on instagram that is where we will most likely respond because the facebook messages are a bit weird um but yeah i hope you all have an amazing march uh and i'm super excited to see where it takes us